Daddy likes it raw. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> like, coming up soon. <laughs> when you oh my uh, sent what you sent, the text message, I was like, all right. In my head, I was like, I should come in with that. And I'm like, no, I shouldn't. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> so that last hesitation of me was that quietness. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, let's go. I'm just going to say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of the Two Podcast. Let's be Chris. <laughs> That's right. Go host that to your partner. Raw dog. Mark- <laughs> Raw dog. <laughs> oh my god. Gonzalez. <laughs> oh god. Please <laughs> contact. Yeah, and that's, that's the reason why I'm having a kid Monday. <laughs> oh, my God. Congratulations. But I said, so this week, uh, I said, oh, I'm not going to write down a card or anything. This this week in wrestling has been hype. Uh, the fans are back. Um, uh, this is the go-home show for SmackDown. Um this is night one of Fighter Fest this week, and oh my gosh, everything, NXT, AEW, SmackDown. So we're just gonna talk about whatever just made us hype this week. Um, not anything in chronological order, but my gosh, this oh week. my god. Well, well, first we have to address that. Uh, so SmackDown, we'll talk about SmackDown first because that was the most recent thing. We, I think we both watch, of course. So SmackDown has. Three NXT stars and and one more coming up soon. Um, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox have been moved to SmackDown. Finn Balor made his debut last night on yes. SmackDown. My God! And then Tony Storm is coming uh, next to, week. Next week? Oh my gosh! Yeah, she Be debuts SmackDown. next week. Yeah, on SmackDown. Oh my um, God, dude! Did you notice that uh, when Finn Balor came out, he came out as the old Finn Balor entrance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. usually in the like in NXT, he's always just been doing it once and then just going straight down with the gun, you know, figures. Yeah, yeah, he well, yeah, yeah, finger guns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, that was uh, I think that one right there was just for the fans. I feel like that interest was yeah, just for the yeah. fans that time. I don't think yeah. he's gonna continue to do that. I think he's gonna go revert back to that. I want to see the heel. Finn Balor. I don't want to see your face, Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah, because in the so I hate I kind of hate SmackDown's new design, by the way, because like so SmackDown was well, Titantron. <laughs> oh, the new the the new uh, you don't like it? No, because like so the Titantron is just the entryway is just one big Titantron, and mm-hmm. it's just like so huge. And sometimes I feel like the the video that they play in the background for. And she's just too overwhelming. Like, if somebody could have like a seizure or something, and it's like in person, because like even uh, Roman Reigns' entrance, which Dude. is the first thing that you see, <laughs> was so overwhelming. Like, even I at home I watching this was like, I loved it. My eyes, my eyes hurt just looking at this. <laughs> I was fine with it, and, and I'm I'm not even there in person, so I'm like, I can't imagine like, someone like paying like really good money for those seats, and, and then like being a big ass screen. What? Yeah. <laughs> Like, just oh, being blinded, and then the like, then the next entrance, which was the first match, by the way, in SmackDown, was a six-man tag with the the Bloodline: Jimmy Us- the Usos and Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, and Edge. And Rey Mysterio's entrance 
came up with the all the masks behind them, I'm like, oh, that is so jarring. That is my eyes. They hurt so much. You know, I, uh, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I liked it, but I love the pop. I love the pop. Oh, yeah, the pop is great. The pop the whole... for, like, this whole fucking beginning. Like, from also, always, also like, when uh, Vince comes out, you know, mm-hmm. and he says, where the hell you been? And then he just, then like, just leaves. Just, just leaves, which was really awesome of him. You know, he's like, let's yeah. get straight to the point. Let's just go for it. Nope, no, really. This was an unusual start to a SmackDown. We're not used to seeing yeah. any match to start off. And uh, when Roman's music hit, I was like, oh, shit, we're starting off with him. I heard that pop. And then I see, I see you know, I, I immediately heard the boos because, like, I, I think the fans realized, oh, shit, we're supposed to boo, boo him. Yeah. But we love it. <laughs> we love it. But we got to boo him right now, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was so fucking good. Like, the... Like even when Edge came out, when Edge came out, holy shit! It was like fucking Royal Rumble all over again. I know. <laughs> that whole good, like <laughs> that whole place like does blew up. Like I yeah. thought the, the roof was gonna come off. <laughs> this felt like a pay per view the first few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the entrance and uh, even Rey Mysterio and uh, Dominic's pop was fucking huge. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but. The match itself was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I thought Dominic was... looked pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if they were cosplaying as that from that new show Invincible or uh some kind of variation of the X Men with the with the colors. But I thought mm-hmm. the gear was dope too. By the way, yeah. I, but I feel, but I feel like um like Nikki Cross crosses them. They're just gonna be like all like a superhero team. Oh yeah, that'd be so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like watch on Money in the Bank, they're gonna somehow all cross paths and they're be like, oh, they could like- Dominic and her could be like the new like Hurricane and Molly Holly for all yeah. I care. That'd be that'd be great, that'd be honestly. Funny. That'd be funny. But the, yeah. the fact that they were wearing almost the same colors. Yeah. Just just the Mysterios were, were lighter. Yeah, yeah. The colors were lighter. But yeah. It was a good match though. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You know. Yeah. I think everybody that was the- off well. Yeah, I think that was the only match that should have had the most devastating move of all time. The surprise roll up, mm-hmm. um, just because of how chaotic that setup is for imagine. It was it was a TV show match too, so I'm like that deserved that finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like you know the way the match was going, and also it's Rey Mysterio. Like Rey yeah. is able to pull off the surprise roll up, and people will be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, we still believe that," because you know we believe that more than we possibly can believe him. You know. Six one nine splashing. It was uh, I think it was Jay Uso that did a surprise roll up for the win. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it was him. Yeah, but like I was saying, like, oh yeah, yeah that's right. Never mind. I'm shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it, also, it, it could be. Uh, it could be. Uh, I think he, you know, had the no Ray. Too. Ray did have a, a surprise roll up, and then uh, he he reversed it and put it. Yeah, reversed yeah, it, and then yeah. yeah, that's what happened. Oh, did you see? Yeah. Um, did you see uh, Nikki Cross speaking of Nikki earlier? Um, did you see her uh, roll up on Oscar to win? No, no, dude, I, you know I don't watch for a while. Oh, my you know God. We're, we're talking about- <laughs> I think there's a reel. I think there's a reel of it, and I was watching oh. it because, like, just like the way she turns her over and kind of goes over her and puts her in a position where honestly nobody should be able to kick out. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I was okay with that. I was like, "Holy shit!" 
I don't know. You have to watch it. Like, holy fuck. It was fucking, it's pretty innovating. I haven't seen that. Okay. You know? So I was like, oh shit. It's a very weird version of uh, pinning somebody. Mm-hmm. You know? I could be her finisher, the surprise roll up. Yeah. Just, it's like I, almost people's now in WWE is the surprise roll up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I try, in the games, I try to do that a lot. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. Like, you have to beat him up a little bit. Of, I don't know. It's just funny shit, especially because like it glitches. Mm-hmm. And so your your player when he slides out, it's like it's like all clucked together. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, that don't look right. Um, <laughs> but speaking of surprise roll, we have uh, I think the next match was uh, what's concerning about uh, Shotzi and T and being called up. I think they changed their names to just Shotzi and Knox, which is mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until they had that match with. Another match with the uh, yeah. uh, current uh, women's tag team champions Natalia and Tamina, and uh, they also had Selena and Liv Morgan on commentary, which I did enjoy. I love their, their banter back and forth, and they did mention the surprise roll up during that match <laughs> that mm-hmm. they had last week, I think, or last week or two weeks ago, I believe. And uh, I just love seeing that. Um, but Knox and Shotzi got uh, a victory with the surprise roll up. And now they have a real number one contendership spot for those tag team titles. And so the, the, their tag team didn't make any sense to me when you told me about it. And then I saw Shotzi post on Instagram like, oh, it makes sense for us to be tag team partners because we were at the tag team before um, at In Your House. And I think we made our debut at the same time, basically. And so, so something along those lines. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I wish they put. I wish they put that in. You know, I wish I would remember that. I wish I would yeah. remember that because, like, in w- my head, I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't Shotzi with somebody before Ember? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, then it was. It was Knox. I'm like, okay, fuck. But also, why the fuck did you surprise? You know, do all that build up on those fucking segments on NXT only for her to show up, screw Candice over, and then go to fucking SmackDown. Yeah, so I thought she was gonna. <laughs> I thought they were both gonna do like double duty, like Alistair and Ricochet did when they yeah. debuted on main roster. Like they were doing NXT and the main roster stuff. So I'm yeah. like, okay, if they did that, that'd be fine. But no, they just dropped everything after that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <sighs> I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Like Ember, Ember lost to like Dakota Kai. No, it wasn't Dakota. Kai. It was it? Was it? Yeah, she lost. Yeah. yeah, she lost. Yeah, she did the the GTK uh, on. Yeah, she won clean too. Surprisingly, on NXT. Yeah. Like, um, are, are they getting ready to release Ember? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sure, that. like that, that. Maybe she's gonna do like a heel turn. Like, no, maybe that could be cool. Uh, I would love to but see her also, heel. Maybe she's gonna have to start from the ground up to like she lost to Raquel not too long ago, so maybe yeah. she's gonna go to a losing streak and become like the ultimate like female underdog. Uh, maybe that could be it. That's just me yeah. like dream booking. But yeah, uh, they also uh, during this the SmackDown match with Knox and Shotzi, um, right afterwards, I think it was leading to the end. Like Liv Morgan and Zelina started like. Actually, having a fight, uh, which did cause a distraction, and which led to the surprise roll up, and then they got a beat down from Natalia and Tamina, which was great. Mm-hmm. I think they're all. I think all four women, four of those women, are going to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. I think so. I think, I think which Natalia is weird. 
Yeah, no, I think, yeah, it is. They're both going to be in there. I remember, like, how are they going to, co like, the commentators, how are they going to cooperate during the Money Bank Live matches? Everyone for herself. I'm like, really? Oh, yeah, that's so weird. I'm like, why? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he had a tag team match for that two spots. Yeah. And then Carmella. Yeah, because Zelina, yeah, and, cause, and Carmella was originally in the fucking Money in the Bank, but she took the opportunity due to Bailey being injured. Uh, to face, you know, Bianca Bel Belair Friday Night SmackDown. So yeah, that's how. And that's how. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Tamina. No, 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 no. Tamina and Natalia. Oh, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which has been, which is awesome because she, she's, yeah. uh, she's a rock star. Let's go. Yeah. It, you know. Yeah. I, I can dig it. She had a good pop too. She got a nice little. Yeah. Pop. Yeah. Yeah. She know. was the last one standing. Yep. And she was the last one standing from that brawl, and yeah, yeah, she got a huge pop. Yeah, um, yeah, the match with Bianca and Carmella that night was was fine. Carmella's been improving a lot during, in the ring, but uh, nobody was gonna believe that she was gonna win. Sadly, um, I did. Trusted to go home and show for money in the bank. I you know. did, you did. Yeah, I did. I mean, why not? I, I mean, why not? There was, I, I mean, there was a couple, there was a couple times where I thought she was gonna win. I'm like, not gonna lie, like, but yeah. In, in in the scheme of WWE, why not? Like I can see that happening, but did I really want to see that happen? No, I didn't. Just because of uh, Bianca Belair has been such a great, strong champion as a rookie, apparently, right mm -hmm. on the roster, main roster, right? But she's been kicking ass on NXT, so yeah. now you're giving her the ball essentially after WrestleMania, and now she's just like knocking them out, bow 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 bow, and she, you know, fighting a former. Um, world champion and, and Carmella is a good milestone for her. So, oh, you know, yeah. and, and this was an impromptu kind of match. Like this was all kind of scrambled around due to uh, Bailey getting injured in the, in training. So, um, it is what it is. And I enjoyed the match. I liked it. I liked it. Um, I thought yeah. Carmella did a good job being the heel mm -hmm. as she is, mm -hmm. and um, be, uh, Bianca just shined. Uh, let's talk about Bailey for a second, because uh, yeah, that was the other thing that happened last week. Was finding out Bailey has torn ACL, I believe, um, and she's gonna be out for at least nine, six to nine months, right before fans are coming back. And she's been like, you know, the the MVP uh, amongst a few other people in NXT AEW for the pandemic era. Yeah. She really thrives. I think her character, she really got her character down during this whole pandemic. <clears throat> yeah, and it's her, just sad to see her. Her bickering um, at uh, Michael Cole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> during, with no fans, is funny as shit. But yeah, what were you saying? I was going to say, just sad to see her just get injured right before, oh, yeah. you know, fans come back. And possibly, she, I think she's going to miss WrestleMania again. You know, she wasn't eating at WrestleMania. She didn't have a match. She was just not even the host. She was just there to, like banter amongst Hulk Hogan and Tyler O'Neill, which I fast-forwarded every time they them two came on screen, so I didn't even bother watching it. But, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the main event for SmackDown was amazing, by the way. Uh, well, before that, we should talk about Finn Balor. Yeah, I know we don't have a, I don't have a thing written down, but, but yeah, Finn Balor coming in. While Sami Zayn was like ranting and stuff like that, like I kind of got spoiled that he was gonna come, 
but the way that he came in the middle of like Sammy just being like all conspiracy theorists and shit and just trying to get the crowd behind him and just bam the music played and I was like oh snap yeah um yeah Finn being back on Friday Night Smackdown going back for that Universal Champion um yeah he looked like a fucking rock star and uh yeah when he came out I was like oh shit and I kind of got spoiled because I had to leave, and I was going. I'm gonna watch it on the West Coast, uh, you know. So and, we both uh, got spoiled. Yeah, but because like I got on Instagram, and I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Because mm. he posts every everything after everything happens. So I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. But I he's think there. I saw, yeah, I saw somebody tweet about it. I think like, and I was like, ah, oh, come on. Uh, <sighs> yeah, but. When I when I came back and I watched it, I was like, "Oh shit!" When he came out, I was like, "Whoa!" I felt it. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, you know, the crowd was just you know really 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 into it, um, especially because they're seeing Finn Balor, the Prince, you know, and uh, fucking <laughs> Pat doing the fucking gun finger guns. <laughs> yeah, and like doing the pose too. He's <laughs> yeah. such a mark. I love him. He's awesome as shit. The greatest punter of all time. Um, yeah. But uh, he's he's fucking awesome. He's actually a, a pretty decent wrestler too. All right, him and Adam Cole NXT takeover yeah. that was pretty dope. So yeah. um, you know, I just enjoyed him coming there. And how smooth was Finn on the ropes? Like when he was like going up there to his little top rope little thing that he does. Yes, during yeah. the entrance, that was yeah. so smooth. How he goes, boop boop. Uh, hello, here we go. Hit my mark. Boom! The whole crowd. I was like, "Oh shit!" Seeing that whole crowd do that shit too at the same time, I was like, "Oh man!" That, well, he has like abs of steel, so his core strength is probably just immaculate. <sighs> so he can just easily just do that, like no, like in his sleep probably. Um, but also, like Sami Zayn, just super selling for him was just immaculate oh, yeah. as well. <laughs> I love. It. Like he was like he channeled Dolph Ziggler in the, those those cells that oh, he yeah. did for Finn. He's phenomenal for that. Yeah, his character uh, too right now, the way he is, is just phenomenal. I love it. And mm-hmm. how Finn just takes him out and hits a coup de grace and just like goes back to the whole fucking thing. I was like, oh shit, let's fucking go. Oh God, he has to face Roman. <laughs> well, I'm sure he's going to just, you know, they had this program with Edge and maybe out of who. And oh we got to talk about Edge. Finn um, Apollo Crews. Wow. Yeah. kind of title. God, that's yeah. so good. Finn and Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah. They're on the same brand. Oh, my God. Re- rekindle their little, uh, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I forgot they already fought. Yeah. They fought yeah. the first universal title belt and Finn okay. won. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. So, speaking of Seth, you, you, what we missed is um, Edge is encounter with Seth and backstage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he did like the. Oh, my God. He he has the evil uh maniacal laugh down really well, by the way. I love it. Um so yeah. awesome. Like I think Seth is thriving right now. Um and it's like a div- different motivation I think he has right now with his mentality as this character and mm. how he literally brings back the moment where he had Edge's neck on the head on the ground when the whole Cena and him thing like when they were going at it for the title or whatever 
and Seth was like trying to recover power, and he uh-huh. has Edge in that that concerto position. He's like, maybe this time I'll actually end you. He brings up that moment to tell him that what he's gonna do, and I'm like, oh man, they're already foreshadowing Seth and Edge. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. He basically uh, talking shit to Edge, uh, so saying good, so saying that you. Roman, he's not gonna beat Roman this Sunday. Yeah. Um, Ian, Ian though he had the upper hand in the main and uh, opening match, um, Edge with Roman. Um, but yeah, I love to see them two go at it. I mean, I love to see Seth go against a broomstick for all I care. That's how, that's how great he is. So fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, Cesaro getting. Oh, I wouldn't say jobbed out. What he? What you say, jobbed out? To uh, the Alpha Academy, I think so. What's uh? Uh, no. I mean, what they're trying to do with uh, Otis is trying to make him look like a force, and uh, yeah, like a young yeah. Vader. Yeah, and uh, and unfortunately, um, Cesaro is going to be that guy to kind of give him this moment, right, to the fans, because he yeah. had that moment with the fans. Like everybody knows, Cesaro is um the yeah. feud with uh Otis. I know people may look at it like, oh, it's a step down. He's going further down. No, 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 really. He, he's maybe trying to – maybe what they're trying to do is elevate Otis. And it's, okay. it's good. Oh. Otis deserves at least a chance to wrestle with somebody like Cesaro of yeah. his caliber, you know, to see if he can actually hang. If Otis yeah. doesn't come out of this whole thing, then then you know, okay, Otis may just be what he is and that's it. You know, because he can't get past Cesaro, and and with the with the way he's doing it, and Cesaro is a very good seller. He he sold this whole thing, the demolished that uh demolition thing that uh Otis went through to, to get to him yeah. and everything. But like him going after Chad Gable, I think the match with him and Chad Gable is going to be really good. You know, yeah, I can see that being very fucking good. Come on, Chad Gable is a very underrated wrestler. Just because of his yeah. height, um, but, he was Shorty G. Yeah, Shorty G, man, and um, you know he should have been Kurt Angle's uh, protege. So- <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I want to forget when they threw Jason Jordan. I was like, oh, well, I understand, you know, uh, why they would use him in that storyline, but a lot of people thought it was going to be Chad Gable. <laughs> yeah, that was funny though, uh, but. Um, I won't like it if they bring a tag team partner for Cesaro. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, o- I'm okay if if uh, Dawkins comes back and he teams up with Cesaro to get back at, at the academy because that would fit well in the storyline. Because they took out um, supposedly Montez, mm-hmm. so that would be good. You know, that's a temporary tag team that you're that you know won't last. So. Once they've done what they've done with this whole storyline, they can go their separate ways. You know, Dawkins waits for Montez to get healthy. Cesaro returns back to his thing. So it may not be a bad thing if that's what they're going with it. But other than that, um, this is all just trying to help Otis be a force, a wrecking ball. You know, it's all right. We'll see what happens, man. Uh, Going to the main event, like I saw – Paul Heyman talking to Caleb Braxton. What happened with uh, uh, Roman earlier? And then I don't really care too much about it, honestly. But then Big E came in, you know, being Big E. He's like, hey, Paul, don't you dare be sour. And 
just you know putting his hat in the ring like yeah i'm gonna win the money bank and i'm gonna fight roman and i just love big e he deserves everything <laughs> he's the whole world Yo, um what, what a fucking and then uh yeah. baron cuts go ahead what was that no go ahead no you like you kind of cut out for a minute you said you what a, what a fucking Oh, um, all right. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Baron coming down to like address like him like going through like financial stuff and even starting like a, a fake GoFundMe page to like help him out through like all his getting his car towed, losing his possibly his house and finding the maid. I'm like, uh, his, he, he also, did you notice he had like a, a stain on his shirt too, by the way? Who? Uh, Baron. Like he had a, like a mustard stain on his shirt. Really? While talking. Yeah. I that. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, uh, so but, apparently there's some people that were thinking that this whole fund me page for Baron, they mm-hmm. thought that was real and they were yeah. mad about it. And I was like, um, no, bub. You could tell it's not a real fucking site. You could tell. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's actually a real site, but it's not. It's just that. Uh, it's just images. It's not yeah. anything. It's like it's all just for the show. You know. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. You didn't know that was fake. Like, I'm pretty sure if they made a GoFundMe page, I'm pretty sure they would probably. You know, donate that. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> like, use the actual site because this one was called Corbin Fund. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kevin Owens is being like the new, you know, Steve Austin coming in and that sort of thing and just giving him a stunner to end this. And <laughs> what's in promo, which I thought was great, which led to the main event, uh, Fatal Four Away between him, Shinsuke Nakamura, um, Seth Rollins, and Big E. And Bugs. Bugs! Oh my gosh! Uh, what a tremendous main event! Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! I gotta watch it again because it's like I missed some parts. Because uh, I was watching it back. Yeah. And, uh, it was like around like probably one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And my girlfriend's like, "Hey, I'm having some pains, so keep your phone up." And be ready. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh fuck! So <laughs> I was I was grabbing shit together. I was like, oh, I need to get my bag together because I had my clothes out. I just didn't put them in the fucking bag yet. So like, oh, I better put them in the bag now. Then, yeah. So I was doing all that shit, and I was just like, I didn't see some parts of the main event. All I turned around and saw Seth winning. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like the start of it. Start of it was with Seth just being like, okay, I'm just gonna leave. Y'all just brawl, but then Big E stopped him from going to the outside, does his suicide dive. Um, Kevin Owens, he does his a dive onto Big E, and then Shinsuke just delivers a big knee to Kevin Owens' face, and that's how the match starts. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. So you already know you're in for a good match when oh, I start. Yeah. Especially uh, Yeah. <laughs> Main highlight, uh, of course, is uh, Seth was trying to set up Shinsuke on the table, and then Kevin Owens like took him out of the way. He climbs up the ladder like super fast, and that was like tremendous elbow drop onto 
<clears throat> Shinsuke and takes out a cameraman when he does it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? Oh my yes. gosh. That was crazy. That was crazy. I was like, oh, like, that cameraman might not be good. Yeah. I, no. He, no. He needs some milk. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, oh, man. What a great uh, send off. Uh, of course, Seth winning. He does a curse on the biggie on the ladder. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, Damn, biggie in the pen. When I looked yeah. up, I, was, I, I, I didn't. I saw Big E in the ground. I'm like, no, nah, he didn't pin Big E. Then I saw the replay. I was like, oh, shit, he pinned Big E. Oh, fuck. I'm like, what does that mean? Does that mean Big E might win money in the bank? I'm just kidding. I, I hope so. I would love it. I'd love it. Uh, Yeah, let's talk about uh, who, who would you want to win the money in the bank for both female and female <laughs> before we head into, I guess, maybe NXT. After. Yeah. Who would you want to see win? Well, um, I'm really torn on on the men's side, mm-hmm. um, because I would like to see a ricochet with the money oh, in the bank. Yeah. yeah, but I also would love to see a Big E, and so that's like my I'm torn. So I'm like, I'm just gonna say either one of them, they were to win, it would make sense. I'd be okay with it, you know. But for the women's side, um. I almost feel this would be the which would be really nice um, if Zelina Zelina actually won the women's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would love her to live to win, live more, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man. Something about Zelina being back. So, yeah, I'd love to see that. Um, I know there's rumors that either Sonya Deville is going to be in that match or Becky Lynch is going to be in that match for the female side, but I would still would want Liv to win just because they had this uh, this underdog story for her. And of course, like she got the huge pop being the last one standing in that brawl. Other to see her, especially with you know also losing the Riot Squad, I would like to see that. Um, and for the male side, I'm torn between Riddle and Big E because oh Riddle, God, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is Randy in that match? Because like he's talking about Randy no. as if he's dead. Okay, he's no. The whole just Randy's at home right now. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah. So Randy, he like, but every time he talks about Randy Orton, he talks about like as if Randy's dead. He's like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna win this for my bro, Randy Orton. He keeps pointing to the sky like Randy just died. <laughs> <That's what he laughs> does, Riddle does that in every promo. He always looks to the sky like. Got this for bro. you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he's such a fucking act. Oh god, I love it. Um, I love it when he he was like, "Whoa, I'm really high up here." Or when yeah. he's like talking about uh, AJ Styles, <laughs> Skipper. <laughs> oh my god. So um, yeah. Um, though I would like to see Riddle win it, I don't think he will. Yeah, you know me personally, I. I um, I would feel like they're somewhat cheating him out of his moment if they mm-hmm. were to give it to him, you know, ha- having to earn it. Because, you know, the verdict's still out, apparently, for him. People 
may or may not like him. We don't know how the fans are really going to react to him because he kind of came in through the pandemic era. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody has their opinions of Riddle. You know, I've read it. Some people yeah. talk about whatever his bullshit was. And some people talk about how him being, he's like a jackass or whatever. He, or he sounds like one. Some people don't like the fact that he smokes pot. I'm like, okay, we'll get over it. <laughs> but I feel like I don't know how much of those fans are are out there, you know. So I don't. I, I wonder how this will work. Him being a a money in the bank guy, just personally. I mean, yeah. I mean, I understand all that, but also just I just love his. Like I said, I just I love, love his promos. Right yeah. No, 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 dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand everything you're saying, but yeah, he's a tremendous performer. He understands oh, yeah. role and raw. He, I think he's. I think most from other podcasts I listen to, he's li- literally the standout of Monday Night yeah. Raw, with him being the way that he is. But also, yeah, Big E just like deserves the world because he's amazing. One, dude. Yeah, it's hard. I know. Because <clears throat> you know. got Drew, you got Drew, and you would like to see Drew win. I mean, yeah. why not? Um, Seth. Yeah. I mean. Honestly, is Seth winning again? Like fuck. I mean, it's no worse than fucking the Miz. <laughs> I mean, oh, the Miz. and Johnny Trip Trip is in the in the match. Yes. Uh, what if, what yeah. If Johnny uh, Trip Trip wins. Or uh, Nakamura. He still hasn't. I don't think he's even won a title, like a world title yet. I know he has no. the IC title, US yeah. title. Yeah. So I'd love to see him win a world championship too. Yeah. You know. I can see yeah. him. I can see Bugs being a part of that moment yeah yeah um but i can also see bugs having a situation with a uh, riddle <laughs> yeah yeah like maybe with the guitar situation yeah i don't know, I don't know. i'm spitballing uh there, there's there's so much that can happen at money in the bank especially with the mm. way things are going um maybe vince has seen enough in riddle and he's like hey i'll give it to you or maybe he says you know what i like the way ricochet's going because ricochet has been him and him and Morrison's uh fucking feud on Monday night. Amazing. I've been amazing. And I think if the fans were there and watching them wrestle, oh my god, they'd eat it up. Um so you know, it's gonna be a uh very interesting to interesting to see how money the bank goes mm-hmm. and how the how much fans are still, you know, out there live. And it's gonna be uh surprising to see how Monday night is. That yeah, you know, yeah. so first, first Monday night back, so yeah, yeah, okay. Let's head to NXT. NXT was really good this week. Um, <clears throat> first match was Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai. Golly, Dakota Kai looked great. Um, like a rock star, I know. And of course, she she won, she won clean against uh Ember. They put on a really good match, have really good chemistry, of course. She won the, the GTK. Like I said earlier, but the fallout afterwards was Zhaili coming out to Raquel and just calling her out. And uh, Raquel's like, okay, chica, let's go. So next week, they're going to have a match. I'm like, oh, geez. Is she going to take her out too? <laughs> um, that one's a tough one right there, man. Um, what do mm. you do with Zhaili um, right now? You have her as his force, and you're just gonna throw them together now. Okay. Well, what yeah. are we doing? What are we doing here? I want to know. But we'll see, man. The um, size difference too, uh, between 
Raquel and Zali. Ah, we. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big difference. And the last time they faced each other, uh, Zali didn't, didn't do too well, but she was just pre this whole gimmick mm-hmm. uh, turnaround. So um, I just gotta. We'll see if this is how they maybe blow this whole thing away, or maybe they build off of it. Whatever they'll do, man. But I don't. I don't see her beating uh, Raquel. I don't see her beating Raquel. Mm. Um, I can't remember what was next. Um, but I did like seeing Santos Escobar and Dusha Loomis together. Um, in that, that match, nice. that, was... that was the next match. Yeah. Okay. So I was right. Cool. Uh, yeah, they had a good match. Uh, I haven't seen we haven't seen Dexter Loomis in an actual match in a long time. So, um, yeah, it was good to see him in an actual match. Him losing to Escobar. Um. Well, Legato del Fantasma getting the way, and I forgot how he won exactly. I think he did hit a finisher, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. What did he do? Did he use the surprise roll up? I can't remember. But yeah, he won. And <clears throat> yeah, he won. I, uh, I can't remember. I was kind of like busy in that moment when but, we were kind of wrestling. Yeah. But beforehand, they cut a promo. Escobar cut a promo against uh, Hit Row, and when he was like leaving, they had like a conversation between Hit Row and Legado de Fantasma. And I'm like, "Ooh, can't wait to see that. That's gonna be great." Yeah, them them uh, them six going at it. That's gonna be mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. Who who do you see going over in that match? It has to be Hit Row. They like the hottest thing in NXT right now. Sadly, uh, I like I like the Legato Fantasma, but this is Hit Row's time. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you, you got to give it to them. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I can't remember if there was anything else besides that, but I'll <clears throat> like another match that really stood out. Oh yeah, the fucking breakout tournament uh match was Ikaminjiro versus Duke Hudson. Um You know what? Uh, I remember this fucking fool. They try to trick mm-hmm. me. NXT, you try to trick me. You try to pull the fast one yeah. on Marcos. But this guy, yeah. he used to, his, his last name used to be Versk or whatever, something like that. He was, he came on the main roster with a Shane Thorne for a small stint <clears throat> um, during the beginning of the, the pandemic era on Monday night. Mm. But so they used oh, him wow. on the main roster, yes. And uh, they brought, they, they, I guess he lost. They lost. They were, they were losing bad against. I don't know who they were facing. Um, but yeah, so haha. I knew I recognized this motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> it's a chink up in the hell. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no it, it, him, them changing the thing to Duke Hudson, I was like, okay. But this was a good match. I thought you were going to say, like, they, they fooled you because Ikemen Juro has also been on 205 Live, which nobody watches. So I'm like, oh, like, where oh. are they getting all this footage from? No, so like, no, 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 oh. no. I didn't know anybody. It's <laughs> on there. I wondered if he was he he would be on there. Damn. <clears> yeah. Yeah. The show that nobody watches. I love that. Yeah. Yes. 
because they're showing all this highlight footage, which is, was really good. And also, uh, it was great for them to both have like vignettes throughout the show for both for both competitors, which is how you should do a tournament. And uh, I like that he said he was trained by Tajiri and the Great Buddha. I'm like, oh, okay, this dude is badass. And and it was weird to see him wrestle in a blazer. Like, yeah, I, I thought that was weird. Um, he still wore that galaxy blazer that he wore in the show out for the tournament. Um, he lost like pretty big too. I'm like, damn, Duke Hudson look, looks immaculate. He looks immaculate as well. Oh yeah, so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the he did like a move. Like he had him in like a almost like a snake eyes position, but uh, he hit. He, Duke Hudson is so tall that he he was able to hit his uh, Ikemen Jura's head while he had him in the, in the hold with his foot. I'm like, what the hell? And then he just dropped on the ropes and then comes back, hits like a Hadouken against Ikemen Jura. It's the best move I can think of when he did that. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like, a, I, was, I should say like a double chop to the chest, but it looks like a freaking Hadouken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. So great showing by both guys. Um yeah. yeah. Dick Hudson winning, so he moves on to the tournament. Um I wish they showcase who was gonna be next in the tournament after that, but they didn't. Um uh I remember Pete Dunn had an interview saying who who he's at his eyes on winning in the main event between Gargano and Cross. He was like, nah, I'm the best in the world. I'm the best technical wrestler in the world, so it don't matter who. Then our boy, Timothy Thatcher, comes up saying, I'm kind of confused. Are you a technical wrestler? Are you the most badass person? And they're NXT. He's like, Pete Dunne's like, well, who's that? Who's asking? And then a brawl breaks out with Tommaso Ciampa coming in and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about this possibility. With them two, with them four, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the loss to um, MSK. MSK, uh, they got to go back to the drawing board. So, uh, who who better to punch in the mouth than the man that says that he's the greatest technical wrestler? Try me, I'll dare you. And um, Tommaso said, "Okay." Scratched his beard. He said, "Okay, I got you." <laughs> so now, we, now, now we got a feud. Um, this is gonna be a good one, man. Uh, yeah. Only Larkin ain't no slouch. So no, let's get that straight. Motherfucker could go. So yes, uh, him and Thatcher. Oh God, I thought I want to see that match. Um, so let's I like it. I, I like this feud. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be a setup for a one on one match between Thatcher and Dunn, which I'm like, okay, that's great. And then like Champa like came in for the brawl, and they all four of them start brawling. I'm like, oh man, this would be great too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Adam Cole, uh, making fun of Kyle O'Reilly with an earlier interview. Kyle O'Reilly just looks depressed in that interview that he did earlier with Wade Barrett. He's just like, "Yeah, I lost. That's part of like you know, you know this comp- this whole thing. Just losses come and go. Uh, but I'm still here. I'm still trying to do my thing." Um, Adam Cole making fun of him cutting Ingram promo. Like, "Yeah, I'm great. You suck." Just kind of, just t- typical like Adam Cole promo. And he's saying like, "Oh, who? Well, who's next to challenge Adam Cole?" And our, the thick boy co- uh, comes in, <laughs> Ross and Reed, and 
just uh, lays him out, which I'm like, okay, I'm excited for that program. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the last time, I think the last time they they had an encounter, Adam Cole beat him. Mm-hmm. So I think it's when Adam Cole was a champion, the NAC champion. So it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Uh, I think uh, I think Thick Boy will get his uh, win back and um, we'll keep it rolling. Maybe he gets a NXT title match against Mister Karrion Cross or Mister John in Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Um, which uh, it did that that did lead to the main event um between Cross and Gargano with special referee Samoa Joe. What did you think about that match? It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. I didn't have anything bad to say about it. I thought both did what they needed to do in the match. Um, Gargano. Played the baby face to the T, and uh, yes. when he hit the final beat, you felt like he was gonna win it, right? Mm-hmm. But when Karrion um got out, and it was just like, oh god, and then uh, how this match ends, and then then what happens afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. When he literally chokes out Samoa Joe. I was like, oh, fuck. They're already going to do this. All right, let's go. Yeah. Because, like, didn't they just say a month ago, oh, Joe's not wrestling. No, 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 Joe's not wrestling. Yeah, okay. We believe that. Yeah. Yeah, we knew it wasn't going to be that long. I kind of always thought it was going to be Pete Dunn that did something like that. Mm -hmm. Because he always gets in his face. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, which they did. They did again today, yeah. uh, or this, this past episode. I'm like, come on, y'all need a kiss or something. Yeah. Doing all these stare downs, Jesus I've, Christ! I, I really wonder if uh, if it, if it's gonna lead to a point where Pete's gonna say, like, "Why haven't you called me?" Yeah, like, what, what, where you been? Thought we were mates. <laughs> 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 Maybe you start talking out of nowhere, like, "Oh, okay, they're friends." <laughs> That'd be funny as hell if they ended up turning into that instead of. You know, an actual feud. I mean, because yeah. I mean, if they do, hell yeah, hell yeah, you know. Yeah. But uh, damn, that that quick we're moving on from Johnny Gargano, like shit. Gargano just, deserves at least one more shot. Yeah, he lost. He lost kind of clean too. He did. Uh, Karen did use his finisher on him, which that forearm to the back of the head, and then just yeah, just got him. Got the one, two, three. But yeah, so. I guess that's the next program for Cross, him and Samoa Joe. Um, I did just remember the other two matches that happened in NXT with both uh, for the female side. One was with Saray and Gigi Darling, I think that's her name, Darby Allen's wife. Golly. She that's looked... Darby Allen's wife? Yeah. Hey, man, you're yeah. a lucky man. I mean, she's a I know. good wrestler. She's a good I know. wrestler. I know. She, she did, like, she only made like one appearance, I believe, like one or two appearances on AEW before signing with NXT. But golly, she still looked the same. Like she still dresses the same as she was in AEW. So like, I'm I'm glad NXT didn't change her outfit. God, thank goodness. Jesus yeah. Christ, uh, you lucky son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> golly, yeah, her. She had a she had a great match with Saray. 
Um, and in the middle of the match, uh, Mandy Rose came out and just watched the match at the entryway. Didn't really do anything, which is kind of weird. But yeah, she watched the match. So I guess maybe Mandy Rose is back in NXT doing something. Um, yeah. Casey, uh, Casey and Kanan had a match with the Robert Stone brand. They won. Ah, it was a, it was a quick match. I think I, I think I was looking at my phone and I look at the match was over. <laughs> Man, you suck. I love. I like watching. I like. I like watching Aaliyah. Uh, she's improved a lot. No, no, because I want to talk about that with Aaliyah. She, yeah. they, they lost. Uh, Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. Um, then Robert Stone came out to Aaliyah and. Aaliyah just like basically like put a beat down Robert Stone like he's like he's there for basically he's just basically just a, a punching bag with legs at this point yeah uh, <laughs> and yeah so she's not a part of the Robert Stone brand but Frankie Monet did La pick, loca. pick up uh, where uh, she set off uh, a few weeks ago like hey we could be like the winner's circle you know with Jessica Man and Robert Stone brand you know, and they funny. had a little conversation with Mandy Rose. Was, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was funny when before they went to break and she walked down there to go grab Kamea and tell her to come on. You see Robert Stone. Yeah. I was like, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just go. <laughs> I'm be right here. And I'm like, oh, so they're leaving him. And then we come back from break. Oh. Right? Like, I thought they were leaving him. Like, oh, it's just going to be them two. But, I didn't notice that. Yeah, because he's like, go ahead. And he gets out, and they're both waiting for him. And he goes, go ahead. Go ahead. Waving him on. I'm like, oh, so are y- y'all breaking him up or what? And then I come back from break, right? They come back from break. Oh, no. He's still with them. <laughs> right? Oh, okay. So you were kind of up for a minute. And, like, oh, oh, shit, uh, really? Ian said, like, oh, we're trying to reconnect. Um yeah, I was like, oh, it was you trying to reconnect with me. I don't know if I'm having bad internet or you are, but I was like, what the heck? But yeah, um, well, uh, can you repeat my, that, please? <laughs> I'm good, sorry. Good, well, okay, I'm gonna repeat it. But the good thing is that on on since I'm the one that doing the audio, it will mm. record me. So that it, I have learned that. But um, what I was saying is when before break, when uh, literally Robert Stone's on the ground after that beat down. And Monet comes down there and says, like, hey, let's go. I thought he she was just taking Kamea with her and they were breaking up the Robert Stone brand. Cause, yeah. Because, you know, like, Robert Stone kept saying, go ahead, go ahead, just go. And, you know, I'm going to be right here. And then, you know, they go. And when they come back from break, he's still with them. And I'm like, oh, so you're not breaking them up. Oh, so this is a three. Oh, okay. Well, they, I just got rid of Aaliyah. What? <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, that, that that was crazy. But then that's what happened. Then after that, what happens? Like, uh, they did. She did confront like Mandy Rose. Like, oh, okay, so it's a new uh, change in management. I see. Was what Man- Mandy Rose said to Frankie Monet. Then they just walk off. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so I wonder. I like uh, to see Frankie and uh. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I like to see Mandy and Frankie go at it. Yeah, that that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> that's why. I, oh, <laughs> I figured you were gonna say that. I was like, all right, I'm gonna let him say it because I, I stole the stunner earlier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so that's all the NXT. Let's go. So we're starting off with AEW. 
John Moxley, Carl Anderson, IWGP US title. Um, I want to say like, it's, it, it, I love that they're dropping hints. Maybe like maybe AJ Styles or I thought before we talk about Finn going to SmackDown, I thought Finn was gonna leave honestly because he's been off TV for a while. And then you mentioned like, oh yeah, the, uh, Carl Anderson's been a big part of the Bullet Club, starting off with Prince. Prince Devitt and all them. I'm like, hmm, wonder why you mentioned him. Okay. Showing, also showing clips of AJ Styles getting a beat down from Carl Anderson when they were in New Japan, too. Yeah. So, yeah, great match. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Machine Gun, um, Carl Anderson, and uh, Moxley had a, had a really good match. Um, the whole brawl between uh, Gallows and and Eddie Kingston at the beginning of the sh- at the match, uh, going off into the crowd, going off into the sunset. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool for the fans to to see yeah. that. That was cool. Um, but other than that, yeah, no. Um, you know, Moxley wins with the paradigm shift, and as you saw, paradigm shift is pretty much a uh, double underhook suplex. Yeah, yeah. I kind of hate that. Like, yeah, I just turned to that now, but. Uh, it's okay. I mean, yeah. if he would do like a future shot kind of a um, DDT, but he doesn't want to do that no more. He wants to do that, so that's cool. Yeah. Also, like it was a very hard hitting match. Um, Moxley ending up with a, like like he was biting Carl Anderson throughout the match. Like you see, bite marks on his face. Uh, marks Moxley ending the match with like a bloody nose or busted lip at the very least. I'm like, my God, that was a this, that was a hard hitting match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right way to start off AEW. Right afterwards, though, um, I, Jake and Lance Archer was in the back and talked about how when they were in New Japan, they had a uh, Lance lost the IWGP US title to in a Dex, Texas Death Match in the in the Tokyo Dome. So uh, next week, I think they're gonna be in Dallas or Austin. I can't remember, but. They're like, oh, okay, let's let's go ahead and do that again, and let's see you survive. Let's Archer, and another Texas Death Match round two. Like, oh my gosh! Oh, who's to say that Lance Archer doesn't win that title? Yeah, yeah, that'd be a great uh, roundabout story, you know, for him to lose it in Texas Death Match and then win the, win it again. And uh, his possibly, I think it's gonna be his hometown of Texas. Um, if they're gonna be in Dallas, um, so that'd be great because we already had a home hometown star win in this episode of AEW, which is uh, Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage for the SCW champion. I love that they also recognized that, like, yeah, SCW is not really recognized by AEW. Taz was like, yeah, it's not recognized by any. Uh, promotion it's just it's just a belt i'm like okay <laughs> it's like so why they're on the line <laughs> yeah and like uh so when they showed the back of it when they're about to have this match it looked like it was cardboard like the back of the yeah. belt looked like cardboard honestly <laughs> oh my gosh well yeah what a match by ricky starts and ryan cage and i didn't really know until like halfway through the match that ricky starts was the, like this is his hometown, basically where he's at. Yeah. 
So Ricky can do no no harm. He he's loved there. And uh-huh. uh, poor, poor poor Brian Cage, man, because he, he was getting booed. Yeah. Face. Yeah. Then he gets hit with the title. And then he gets speared by Ricky Starks. And he loses a match. I know. Yeah. Damn. Rough day at the office there, buddy. Damn. I know. He'll, he'll bounce back. This was a sold out crowd, by the way. I remember, I, I think it was either this Texas date that they had or um, the next one that they were going to have a sold out crowd. So if this is the sold out crowd. That would make a lot of sense because this crowd was like wire hot from the beginning to end of the show. Oh, yeah, they were red hot. Yeah. I also love the pop that, they, that Ricky had when he did like a Batista bomb towards uh, Brian Cage at one point. Like he had him mm-hmm. on the apron, and like he picked the picked him up, and I thought he was gonna get the win from this too, but he just got a two count. I'm like, oh my god! But for him to even do that to a man like Brian Cage, I'm like, god damn! Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the order of the matches, but um, I did like seeing Penelope Ford versus Yuka Sakazaki. Um, I thought that was a great match. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Penelope Ford has been a huge, like, we've seen a big shift in her um, wrestling ability from the, from the start of AEW. And her hanging with Yuka Sakazaki was, like, really great. And also just like seeing Yuka, um, she she calls herself the magical girl for a reason. And she, she, she does a tremendous job in between those ropes. And I just love seeing the New Japan uh, or the this, the the DDC Pro uh, female roster come in and tangle with the U.S. girls. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see. Yes, yes. <clears throat> and her getting the victory over Penelope Ford was was I think it was nice. I I like to see Penelope title seen again. Yeah, I think Penelope yeah. has improved uh, um, just so much. Just gosh. <sighs> That's what I like to see: improvement from wrestlers. Yeah, um, like like Baron Corbin. He was a football player, wide receiver, and he comes in here and does like five five second matches, and nobody really knows what he can really do. And as the years progress, you start seeing it. Uh Like you know, Penelope Cruz. She came. I don't know if she came from a different background, whatever she came from. Um, but do what now? You called her Penelope Cruz. Um, Penelope Ford. I don't know why I said Cruz. (laughs) but penelope ford um where did she come from did she come from wrestling or did she like i don't know I mean, I she... like, her background looks like she might have been a model i don't know dancer like maybe, maybe gen- gymnastics gymnastics yeah, yeah maybe so maybe she was an athlete before but she doesn't seem like your typical uh your typical style of wrestler, you know, like uh-huh. you know, coming in there, but she's improved a lot, you know. So I, I like, I like, I like to see her back in the title picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would like, I need to find out where she, where she came, the background she came from, because I'm actually interested now. You know? uh, yeah, I mean, uh, rolling up Penelope Ford, we see, um, I did, we did see her promo for Miro, um, and talk about him being the guy's greatest champion, but. Decent promo, as always, from Miro, but 
there was a new unveiling of the TNT title. It's now like white and green. I'm like, why did you change it? Why did why did you change the title again? I don't know. That was weird. Like, are they like going to change it for every person who holds the TNT title? Because with Darby, it was like black and red, and Cody had like red and it was red and silver to red and gold. So, mm-hmm. like, like, I, I don't know. Okay. I really weird. don't know on that one, but um, did the belt look pretty cool? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it looked all right. It's, it's maybe going to take a little uh, time for me to like it, but it, 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 looks, it looks nice, I guess. Um, let's see here. Uh, is there anything else that stuck out to you in AEW uh, before the main event? The backstage um, interview with Ed Eagle. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I forgot. I almost yeah. forgot about that. Oh yeah, dude. Oh my god! I got so many goosebumps on that one. Because he was like, you know, seeing seeing how Andrade was just like, hey, money, I need to ask you a question. I am looking for these guys. And the, the picture comes up to him, El Triangle, you know, the triangle death. And I was like, oh, my God, he wants Penta and Ray. And Pac. Yeah. No, no, no. I think he wants Ray and Penta. I think he wants the whole thing. He wants the whole yeah. package. I mean, he may he want the whole a, package. He may want the whole great. package. Yeah. But I'd eventually see them kicking out Pac. You know. Sadly. Because Pac doesn't play well with others. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because, you know, he's, he is a bastard for a reason. Mm. You know, I think, I think him and Andrade will clash if they were to actually team up. Mm. I just feel like it. That's the way their characters are, are coming out. But, you know, anyways. Yeah. The fact that he called and said he's looking for them, oh, the possibilities yeah, are endless. Yeah, because like, uh, like you don't know if he wants to join them. You don't know if he wants to fight all three of them. So like, it could go either way. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, that also, um, uh, cowboy shit. Oh yeah, yeah. The fucking whole thing. Great, great segment. Um. From Nick coming out there trying to look like he's a single star. Because I feel like out of both both uh, Bucks, I feel like Nick is the one that wants to be the singles champion star. Uh, <laughs> it was it was Matt that got in the face of Hangman. Matt, that was Matt. Yeah. Damn it, Marcos. I, I forgot their names. You're good. You're good. Um, Mania for real. <laughs> uh, it was a good me, thing. I'm, you it's, let it's, me go on though. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, is he talking about? Well, because I'm like, I don't think Nick got in the face or did he even talk? But it was, it was Matt that got in the face of Hangman. Matt, yeah, Matt yeah. is the one that looks like he wants to be in the spotlight, like the single star. Man. Yeah, he's yeah. always getting in the face of these guys. Like, I bet you will hit me. I bet you will hit me. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, he's he's really good at what he's doing right now. Like he he's shining. You know, yeah. I like what he's doing. I really do like what he's doing. I'm not, I have no ill fact against it right now. Oh, yeah. Like they're, they're playing this role of uh, the most arrogant. These are these these are honestly the most arrogant um, out there champions heels ever. Like that's what they, I, that maybe it was what they're going for. Over yeah. the top, extraordinary, whatever the fuck it may be. Um, but the way they're dressed. <laughs> 
Oh man, the way th I think this like might be the worst like look for them. Like I feel like they get worse every week, but oh my I'm god. Not, I'm not gonna lie to you. If I was them, I would be doing the same thing. <laughs> so I don't hate <laughs> like yeah, don't heat, hate yeah, it. just yeah. look ridiculous. Oh yeah. yeah, look ridiculous. Like, oh you're gonna like you know, cause the fans love them. The fans love the Bucks. You know? And um seeing them as, as it, these extraordinary heels, like these over the top extra, you know, you know, fucking out there motherfuckers, like overly confident. Seeing them in this role, I can actually dig them. You know, mm. I, I I see the magic. I see why fans like them. You know, these hardcore mm. fans love them. Yeah. You know, but they're doing a great job making you hate them so yeah. much, so much. It's also also they're they're doing a good job of making Hangman this big mega star right now, baby face. Like, yes, dude. The whole entire time, cowboy shit and fucking um, Omega's like, shut the hell up! I'm talking here. I'm talking here. It's like, you, you know, it doesn't help either that they're in Texas, so you know they love the cowboy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was just like the whole thing was just perfect. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, um, um, yeah, they uh, Matt got on his face. Um, a brawl breaks out. The Dark Order comes out to save Hangman, and you know Hangman did challenge Kenny Omega for the title, but Kenny's like, you know what? I would like to do that, but. Uh, we don't really get anything out of this between us or the elite. So let's let's have a five v five elimination tag match um, between the elite and the Dark Order. And if if Hangman loses, he loses his title shot. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's and. Hangman just comes in his face is like the Dark Order doesn't back down from a fight. And like the whole crowd just huge pop right then and there. I'm like, oh my gosh. So um who who's the other four guys? The other four guys? What uh, I would imagine it'll be like either uh Eva Uno and Stu Grayson. Then uh I hope Johnny, my boy Johnny Hungy is he to be in the match. <laughs> what uh Alex Reynolds, yeah. I can see ten. Oh, ten taking this place. No, I can see ten being a part of this match. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what about Colt Cabana? Like you know, um, I I don't know. Uh, I I, I can't really see him. But if he's in the match, that's great too. But yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like you know, you know, this this is like the where it kind of gets dicey for the Dark Order. Who do you put in this match? Yeah, because they win also, like, they get a title shot. I'm like, which which one of the Dark Order is going to get the title shot for the tag team titles? Yeah. So that was, this, was, this, this one's a dicey one. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, what? I can't really remember what other matches was in this show. Oh! The freaking Sammy Guevara versus uh Wheeler Utah, which is uh very interesting to see. Uh Wheeler Utah is uh, apparently a protege of Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy. Um and Sammy Guevara was another hometown boy of Texas. So he got the huge uh ovation coming out. Um uh nice and sweet match of with Wheeler Utah. He's been on uh AEW Dark at Elevation. So um you did see that. For the for the match, and 
yeah, it was, it was a short and sweet match between them two. Yeah, it was. But, I mean, Sammy going over, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are, what you about... out, are you outside right now? No, I'm inside. Wow. Oh, it's like, it sounds like really windy or something. Like Maybe you're breathing too hard in the mic. My bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, um, what about Edge? No, no not Edge. What about Edge? Christian? Oh, about Christian? yeah. Christian and Matt Hardy. Yeah. That's a great, that's a good match. Uh, it wasn't, it was your typical WWE match, but I think it was a little, that's had this one, like, sort of had like a little edge to it, no pun intended. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. What about the, um, after antics? Honestly, I forgot. Uh, well, basically, they try to take out, um, Christian and, uh, Jungle Boy. Oh, yeah. And them come out there and they fend them off. And then, uh, there's that moment where Lucha Soros picks up, hoists uh Christian over his uh you know, does what Jungle Boy usually does. Yeah, he gets and on the shoulder for Lucha Soros, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Jungle Boy kinda looks up and looks at them. Mm-hmm. Kinda like, huh? What? That's me, not him. You know, so maybe there's something going on there. I can see that. Yeah, you know, either Christian turns heel on Jurassic Express or Jungle Boy turns heel. I don't want that to happen, but I know. But we'll see what happens, man. Um, yeah, that 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 was a good, good match. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess nothing else to talk about. Uh, besides, um, super good show though. Yeah, besides the main event, which was oh my god, the coffin match between Ethan Page and Darby Allen. Uh, what is that's what that is a main event right there. Man, um, Scorpio Sky uh, popping out of that coffin, and then um, the crowd bursting just with fucking so much energy when they said when they saw Sting come out. It's Sting, yeah. But you heard, <laughs> it, but it, but it wasn't Tony Shavini, like Shivani that that Shavini uh, that uh, <laughs> said it. It was Jr. Jr. Yeah. Was like, Sting. And I, yeah. you know, then you say, "Yeah, it's Sting." Oh God, really, Shavini? <laughs> so, Skiabone. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that was uh, that was really cool. The match itself was um, very physical. Um, Darby Allen just just throwing caution to the wind every moment of the match. Uh, Ethan Page, you know, put him in the main event of a live crowd like this one, you know, being one of the very few first night. Oh, Dude. shit. What happened? Uh, sorry, like you, I, I didn't know you were talking like disconnected for a second. You go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. I really hate this episode so far. <laughs> Get it together, bub. <laughs> I mean, the fact that we're like, even like you said a few weeks ago, like the fact that we're even able to do this, like how are you? Yeah. How are you? It's, it's a miracle within itself. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, this is pretty cool. This match was pretty good. I liked it. Um, Darby Allen going over. Uh, was mm-hmm. right. Was a perfect one. Perfect right. Yeah. Thing. Um, him doing the coffin drop from the top. 
you know, dropping into the actual coffin and not taking out Ethan Page uh, was really cool. I thought that was yeah. good way, good way to send the the fans home on an episode that was very fucking good because we didn't get it. We haven't talked about it. We're gonna talk about it right now because we missed it. I know we were gonna miss it. I was waiting for you to talk about it, but you didn't want to talk about it. Maybe you're waiting for me to say something. I don't know, Chris. I have really bad we memory right now because, like, like I said, the the whole week has been hype wrestling. But go ahead. We didn't talk about Malachi Black. Oh, how could I forget? Jesus God. Christ. Smack yourself in the head, fool. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, go anyway. ahead. You, you started out the segment. Dude, that was that was um okay, look. Right after um the match, you know, Cody comes out, says, I, I don't mean to be this way, but you know, in this sport we we don't do what you do. We don't hit a man in the head, an old man like that. You know, sixty five year old man. Da 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 you know what? I don't think I made my point across. I'm going to go to the ring. So he gets a mic, walks down the ring. He's like, I'm maybe using my power trip here, right? Gets out there, drops his passionate promo, and then next thing you know, you, you hear, you see Tommy in, a.k.a. now known as uh, also Malachi Black. And he's just speaking in riddles, talking to him, talking about a stallion, you know, and how he had to kill it. And it's just like, Oh my God! So when Cody goes after him and says, "How about you get out here and just fight me or whatever?" and he's like, "I thought you would never ask, dude." When the lights went out, I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, the crowd was red hot for this. They were red hot, and I thought that was pretty cool. How he says, "You know, the fans aren't there to cheer you. They're no, they don't like you. They don't care for you." Like how he was talking to. To Cody, just mm-hmm. speaking facts, like bro, <laughs> it was like the only cheer for you because I was like, damn, he was just going in on Cody. So this mm-hmm. this whole encounter, the whole brawl that ensued, um, the crowd said, "Let them fight." You know, it was awesome, dude. Just so fucking awesome. Also, um, I want to point out a few things with that segment. So I love the contrast between Cody. And Malachi, Malachi uh, Cody's wearing all white, um, like the star. He's like he's the star savior of all the wrestling. And Malachi, of course, all in all black. Love seeing that contrast. And this Cody, this is the Cody I think all fans been waiting to see again. This is like 2019 Cody, where like of course like he had that um, that program with NJF and the program with he had with his brother Dustin. Like this is the passionate Cody I think fans have been waiting to see and you saw that in that promo with the headset on and with the announce table leading up to the ring and i'm like yes this is it this is the cody i've been wanting for a while oh yeah 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 like the way the way cody came at this whole segment was was phenomenal Mm -hmm. like you're right this is what everybody's been waiting for um I, i would assume Mm-hmm. And um, sort of what I've been waiting for, I've been waiting for a spark to be kind of lit under Cody um, mm-hmm. in the sense of like, um, I'm not saying it's entitlement or anything like that. Cause it's just not the right words. Um, the way Cody has been gifted and, and had to well, not gifted. He had to work for this, this whole business, Yeah, you know, to do what he, he was able to accomplish with AEW being born. 
I'm having Tony Khan back him with the money and, and being the, the main founder, um, being able to, to talk to the Bucks and, and Omega to be in, okay, let's be the, 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 the core of this on this vision of mine and to do this the way they did and, and knowing that it was going to hurt, you know, the man that is across the pond of, of, of the, or their legions. Right. Cause you know, whether people would like to see it or not, uh, I mean, I don't know. Um, Cody and, and Duddy don't have ill fact to each other as much. It's just I think the way creative was with uh, Cody and how he was talked to, like he wasn't respected in that regard as a main eventer, which is uh-huh. very wrong to say because he proved that he was a main eventer. All over the world, he proved it. So when you can prove that and to get to where he's at now, I think something, I don't know what, what went away in him. In these last uh, encounters, these last storylines with these other wrestlers, because um, like, like I said, when he fought Marshall, I was like, ah, I don't really care. Honestly, yeah, and it's just like what. Um, but now that he's with with uh, Alistair Black, now known as uh, Malachi Black, Tommy End. Oh God, I, I think this is like the the right one though. I mm-hmm. think the right enemy, the right uh, contender, fighter, man, character, uh, and and Malachi Black to oppose Cody, because mm-hmm. they're bringing out fire in between them two, and I like this. Oh yeah, you know it's like fire and ice over here, and you know yes. what, what happens when you get fire and ice? You get warm water, warm water. So you know. I like it. I like this. Yes. Um, also, you could kind of almost say the same thing with uh, Malachi Black. Um, when he got released, yeah. uh, someone that we both respect and adore is Booker T. I remember, um, I think Booker T got a lot of heat for saying that like, um, he didn't stand out to him. Alistair didn't stand out to him as a character. And um, you're breathing. I think, I hope it's not me. I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> the mic it's like sorry um uh yeah alistair really not getting the shine that he deserved with the main roster um, yeah when he moved to nxt which sadly was most mostly happens to most people in nxt um and he get moved up but yeah I, I would love to see him uh do what he does uh in AEW. And him having cody as his first victim Oh man, that's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna be good. I think it's gonna be good yeah. for both men. Yeah, um, a few other things I want to point out to the main event was uh, with Darby, um, who I love to see against Malachi Black too. By the way, um, uh, when they were fighting on the outside, uh, they had a holy shit chant going on. What when Darby was gonna do like a I think a coffin drop. Yeah. Um, on like the stairway to Ethan Pace, Ethan just called him. I didn't just like toss him around against the walls and just like, like for him to just catch him like that. Like I know Darby's not exactly the biggest guy, but he's getting some mass throughout his time in AEW. But still, uh, AEW, uh, Ethan to catch him like that, like oh my god. 
Oh, and yeah. Then, uh, yeah. Ethan. Well, uh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, when I see uh, wrestlers do that, when they catch mm-hmm. a wrestler in midair and then do what they do afterwards, like either a suplex or whatever it may be, I think that's just fucking crazy. I, yeah. I, 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 I just, how do you catch, like, even when they catch him and then and they they put him down and then they throw him back, it doesn't matter. I'm like, dude, how, like, God, you got to be so well into this whole thing where your, your mindset, you know what you're doing and, and you know yeah. where that person's going to be. You know, that timing, uh, especially with this moment with uh, Darby Allen and, and Ethan was just like, oh, bop, boom, boom. Uh, that looks sick. Yes, yes. So that deserved a holy shit chant. Yes. And then um, Ethan ripping off the turnbuckle and using uh, the metal from it as a weapon. Like, the, like uh, he, he used, like, the side of it against Darby, I think. And then Darby using the hook inside Ethan's mouth like he's, like, fishing. Like oh that that was gross mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh um but yeah there was a ton of great spots of course like the finishing spot with the him hitting the coffin drop on the coffin like that that deserved it like I, I thought he was gonna I didn't think he was gonna do it then I saw him climbing up to the top I'm like no way this- no, he's gonna he's gonna kill him <laughs> oh he, he, he gonna die him. for real yeah. They gotta, they gotta get real coffee for, for Ethan Page now. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus Christ! He ain't coming back from that. No. Um, You'll have a funeral next week. Watch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my God, my God! But that made me excited for Fighter Fest night too. Uh, but I wasn't really excited beforehand. But yeah, having the Texas Death Match with Lance Archer and John Mosley, um, for the IWG. GPUS title five v five elimination match. Uh, Dr. Britt Breaker versus Nyla Rose for the women's title. My God, that's right. That card is is great already. Yeah, that'd yeah. be good. That'd be a good day, man. Yeah. Day. Yeah. Oh, and also, I think next week Chris Jericho is fighting Sean Spears uh, in the five trials of Jericho for MJF and. Sheer, uh, Spears can use a chair, but Jericho can't in this in this match. Oh, but yeah. they didn't say anything about Sammy. Oh, oh. Ah, watch Sammy get him back again. Gotcha, bitch. Yep. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Huh? Oh my gosh. Uh, I think that's it. that's gonna be it for us. Uh, do you have any recommendations or any like podcasts, anything? I know we usually do that. I know we sometimes do that in previous episodes. Do you recommend any fans to check out anything wrestling wise? Not wrestling wise. Uh, not recently. I mean, like you know, Renee Oral Sessions, right? Um, yeah. The New Day podcast. Keep listening to that. That's still dope. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I mean, uh, Chris Von Vliet. He does his interviews. Yeah, uh, he, he but, did an interview with Buddy Murphy recently, and like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I still need to listen to that. You know, I, I've been kind of I'm stuck on two different other uh, podcasts right now. It's okay. not not wrestling relevant. Like it's just uh, just one's the Joe Rogan experience, and the other one is the fighter and the kid. You know, uh, that, okay. and I watched. Yeah, I listened to those a lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Buddy Murphy. Uh, uh, episode of Chris Van Vliet. He also did one with Five Foot Select beforehand, but they're basically almost the same thing. And it kind of showcased how, like, just how bad creative is 
what like as we think it is the fans um like this one part too like him finding out a, a plot line with him in the mysterious from the dirt sheets before he can get officially said from anybody else in the office I'm like oh so it really is bad as it seems so really great interview with um buddy murphy so go ahead and check that out if you can if you haven't already oh yeah yeah um i think that's gonna be it for us yeah um as, like i said again i want to see chris my tag team partner marcos uh i forgot what the nickname you gave yourself but it was super raw, raw dog raw dog oh my god the raw, <laughs> raw dog, dog. <laughs> gonzalez um <laughs> we hope you keep it hype and keep it tight Y'all have a good night. Where my hood, where my hood at? <laughs> also, oh man. Also, uh, uh give a... <laughs> <laughs> RP DMX. Yes, I love him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so ridiculous. I, oh I, my I god. It for you, didn't I? you didn't see that coming. <laughs> uh, I was listening to him the other day. That's the reason why. <laughs> Oh, God. Love you, oh. <laughs>